Hi, this is the Inside Stories by Big Fries, the behind-the-scenes podcast where we can open up, share our stories, and talk honestly. I'm Agi Tsutor, your host. In our first episode, you can listen to an interview with Bonabash Birmacher, our CEO, co-founder of BitRise. I invited you as part of the three podcast series with the purpose of looking deeper into the foundation story of BitRise, how and why you, the three founders, created this company. Right, let's get started. My first question is, what inspired you to found the company? When we decided to create BitRise, we wanted to have a great environment where we are happy to go in every day. We wanted to make sure that it inspires us and we are able to work with talented and amazing people. Right. What was the reason behind the product? Before BitRise, we actually had another company, an agency. And on that side, we're working on mobile apps, mostly iOS apps to the US side. And uh, at, the, at the time, I had a client who wanted to have six, seven different build flavors. So first of all, of course, I sat down, I manually went through the whole process and wasted the whole day. But after that, I created an automated uh, process for the whole thing. And the whole company jumped into this. We realized that this is something great. Uh, we showed it to a couple of customers. They loved this. One of them actually put us up to product hunt. The user started rolling in, and that was the time when we realized, okay, this is cool, we have to start a new company and have to start working on it. Is it right that the product was created for your needs? So with Bitrise, we started scratching our own itch. Uh, in the previous company, uh, while working on mobile apps, we didn't really have a really great tool to validate, to build, to help us uh, deploy to the App Store. So because of that, we created our own solution and realized that there is a huge need for that in the market. What are some of the most important early startup experiences that shaped Bitrise? I would say one of the biggest impact that shaped us was uh, the culture that we built out. When we started hiring, when we started scaling, we uh, wanted to make sure that we are looking into this very uh, precisely. We wanted to make sure that we are hiring people with the same mindset, with the same understanding. And I believe uh, this helped us actually to scale the company. Tell me about the key milestones of Bitrise's journey. So one of our key milestones was, of course, first uh, actually creating the previous company, because from that we realized our own problems and due to this come to a solution. The next one is when we started scaling and got, got our first investment. We actually, with Daniel, went to the UK and on that side started doing product market fit started talking with the customers, started iterating on the product. In 2017, we got into Y Combinator, which was an amazing journey. It helped us shape the company, it helped us shape, uh, shape our vision. In the beginning of 2019, we acquired the company. I actually got into Y Combinator growth, which is the next stage of YC, only for CEOs. And of course, the fundraising event, so we successfully raised the Series A and the Series B round. What was the one unexpected thing you learned or experienced at Y Combinator? So YC is a really interesting place. We are working there for three months. And in that three months, you have to redefine your vision. You have to deliver a lot of new features, a lot of new ideas. And you have to make sure that you're constantly talking with the customers and also getting some money out of it. Because at the end, you have to do a demo day and you have to share what you actually achieved in these three months. So YC is a great place for you to learn how to iterate, to learn how to work in small segments and impactful 
in that small segment because you have to make sure that if you are wasting on, uh, one week on something, this is the biggest impact that you can do in that time frame. And after that, you constantly iterate on it, get back feedback from the customers, and at the end, you release everything in, in that three months. And that iteration mindset actually shaped how we are currently thinking about development, working together, collaborating, all of this stuff. Why did you decide to go into Y Combinator? Why is it or was it so important? So we always wanted to get into YC. YC is the best accelerator out there. It helped a lot of great companies, but next to this, it actually has an alumni that you can work together, share ideas with them and, uh, and, and learn from their successes and mistakes. When we got into YC, that was actually not the first time. Prior to this, we had two startups, which failed to get into YC. And uh, we, with Bitrise, you already wanted to get in once. We failed miserably, but we retried it again in the next year, and we got in successfully. And again, it was a really amazing journey for us. What was the most important thing you changed between failing and getting into Y Combinator? I would say we just matured. So at that time, we were just too early. We didn't really understand the problem. We didn't really understand the market. We just knew that we were, we were, we were working on something that has a big impact, but uh, we needed an additional year to fully understand how to execute on the vision. Regarding the vision, can you tell me what is your grand vision right now? So our vision with Bitrise is to create an end-to-end -end platform for mobile developers. We want to create a platform where if you have a mobile application, you can come to Bitrise and we are going to solve all of your needs. It's not just building, testing and deployment. We are helping you with all the performance metrics. We are helping you to get information from the customers, from the application. And again, to reiterate with your process to get back into the development flow with the ideation and the planning and redo the whole stuff from building. You mentioned that beforehand you also were developers. How easy is it now? So we started as developers. Actually, Victor and myself, we started working together in high school. We created our 3D game engine. Actually, we did Wolfenstein 3D. We created a small Doomish game in two weeks. And after that, we jumped into mobile development. From there, as we started scaling the company, of course, my job is scaling into something else. It's now more like managing people, uh, making sure there's the vision, making sure everybody understands what are the different goals. And uh, with ownership mindset, they basically, and with data, they get all of this information. They start executing by themselves. Now, this means that I'm not developing that much. But on the other hand, we have our own little projects that we are doing out of hours uh, with Victor and with others. And it's actually good to just go back and uh, redo the whole stuff. You mentioned Victor, but three guys founded this company. So when we created the previous company, which is called Bitfall, and if you check the name Bitrise on the other side, so you can see that we're not that creative with names. So I created uh, the mobile development agency with Victor, our CTO. And actually at that time, Daniel joined us as a designer. He was helping us to create the design for the application we are developing. And uh, as we started working on Bitrise, uh, Daniel got into the whole thing. He started going to events with us. He actually started doing all the public presentations instead of myself. And at that time, he joined as a co-founder and we created the new company together. You talked about the company culture. What does this company culture mean to you? So it has multiple 
parts. Uh, first of all, we have to, so, so from the start, we wanted to make sure that we are thinking about culture. We are hiring in culture in mind. We wanted to make sure that the people that we add to Bitrise are representing the same mindset, uh, the same thinking. The couple of things that we looked into is having, first of all, having a family-like environment. You have to love to come in. You have to love your work. If you're not loving what you're doing here, you should be working somewhere else. The other stuff is, as we are scaling the company, we have to make sure that we are enabling the people. And my job now is to set the vision, to set the goals, uh, to make sure that everybody understands what is the biggest impact they need to execute on. But from that side, they need to get the data and in a local setup, they have to figure out what is in their mind the biggest impact that they can do. So we have the ownership mindset and the responsibility, which, which basically again means that they get the data and from the vision, from the set path, they figure out what to, to, to do in their time. The next two things is the iterative mindset and uh, to be okay with failure. And this is needed because we have to work on a bunch of things. And if you execute them in a really long time, you're going to fail at the end. So the iteration mindset is try to set a small time frame, and in that time frame, figure out which is the biggest impact that you can achieve and do this, release this, and get the feedback from the customers internally, externally, and start reiterating on the process. Now, this means that you're thinking creatively, you're thinking outside of the box, so you're going to fail, you're going to fuck up. And that's totally okay. You have to be okay with failure because you can learn a lot from this. And you just reiterate, and at the end, you're going to get to the solution sooner than if you would be doing it in a long waterfall way. People say that it's hard to get into Bitrise. What do you think? Why is that? I wouldn't say it's hard to get into Bitrise. Uh, Bitrise represents most of the time a different company that other used to work for. We are doing a high-scale startup. What we are doing is scaling with a really high growth. This basically means that you have to constantly redefine your position. You, const you have to constantly learn. You have to constantly iterate. And you have to, month by month, get better in what you're doing. So there is a huge speed in the process, and this is not good for everybody. That's why we're looking into culture fit. That's why we're looking into, yes, you're a talented person. Yes, you're an A player. But next to this, are you capable of working in this environment? And we want to make sure that everything is working. Of course, there are different priorities. So first, we check the culture. We want to make sure that we, we have a culture fit. Even if the person is a talented one, if the culture fit is not there, we are not hiring. After that, are you capable to work in this environment? And, and are you the best in your job? You were talking about this high-speed growth. How can you cope with that in terms of keeping the culture? So when you're scaling the company, you have to make sure that you're actually keeping the culture. And you do this because as you're scaling, as you're adding more and more people, you have to realize that you're, you're hiring the best talented person out there. And you're doing this because they do the job way better than yourself. Now, if you're in, a, in this position, your job actually, or my job actually moves away from uh, being there and doing the actual work. My job now is to enable everybody in the company. My job is to make sure they have all the data, they have all the tools, they have all the information. And after that, by setting the goals, by setting, uh, setting the vision, they are in the best position to execute on the problems. And with this, we can just, first of all, make sure that while we are scaling, we're also keeping the culture. 
and additionally enabling the people to do their best job at Bitrise. What was that lesson you learned along the way about growing a company that you'd wish you had known right from the start? If I have to go back and restart the whole thing, what I would do is uh, invest more time into culture, invest more time into feedback culture, and build out all of these frameworks uh, instantly at the start. I'm not saying that we didn't do this. We actually started doing this by not focusing on all of this stuff because culture is, first of all, how the founders are working, how the founders are behaving. But by just uh, being more mindful about this, we would be able to, to hit a bigger impact sooner. Feedback is a very important asset of a culture. What do you think? Why? I would say feedback culture is one of the biggest thing at Bitrise. If you think about this feedback culture, a constant feedback is uh, when you come in and if you do something, you're going to get constant feedback on whether it was good or whether it was bad. You can constantly learn about this. You can constantly understand how can you do a better job. But this is a bigger journey. So first of all, you have to learn to give feedback. And after that, you have to learn to receive feedback and you have to learn how to work with that feedback. So we are working on, on this framework so everybody understands and basically lives this value. And after this, this, I believe this is one of the biggest impact that can scale a company. In my opinion, feedback is a two-way journey. First, you have to listen. How does it work at Bitrise? So building out a feedback culture actually has multiple steps. I'm not sure I'm the, if I'm the best person for that, but we're learning as well. First, you have to learn how to give positive feedback, how to tell people about what you're, or how, how you're feeling and how you see their actions. And the first thing that you will do is basically implement the praising process. So everybody has a public place to, to talk about successes and the great thing that we achieved. And the next step is uh, actually talking about constructive feedback. So in a position now that you're totally happy to give constructive feedback to the other because you know that if you tell them that they can learn about this and they can iterate on the process. And the third step is actually radical candor when you're there and the only thing that you care about is that you're constantly giving feedback so everybody has a full understanding and can shape how they're actually working with the others and how they're collaborating together. One thing occurred to me, people say at Bitrise that the ideas are listened to and it is taken seriously. So when we created Bitrise, we wanted to build a company where we love to come in every day, when we are working with talented people. And as you're hiring more and more people, the way you do this is actually to hire better talent than yourself. Now, if you have more talented people in the company, the best way is to actually ask feedback, get their opinion, to make sure that everybody is fully supported, everybody is heard at the company. And next again, back to the, back to the values, you're hiring all of these talented people because you want to enable them. You want to make sure that they can execute on their vision. The next question is about your co-founders. What are those qualities, characteristics that you admire in each of them? Hmm. The really great thing about the co-founders is that we complete each other. Victor is an extremely technical person and also one of the calmest person I've ever seen. Daniel is somebody who thinks about the problem, who I can run the problems at, and he can complete the way I'm thinking about all of this stuff. I tend to be rapid and quick in coming up with, uh, with the decisions and uh, with having these uh, three people 
all together, this is actually helpful from us from the start to come to, to the best conclusions. Can you tell me something about the middle management, the VPs you hired recently? Mm-hmm. So we started building out, uh, as the company started scaling, we started building out uh, the executive layer and the middle management layer. We wanted to do this because, again, we wanted to enable the people. We wanted to make sure that they are supported, that they have all the tools, the people, the support around them. We Now our executive team is actually all around the place. So we have people in the US, we have people in the Netherlands, in Hungary. So we started learning how to work in a no remote fashion. And the middle management is, is, is basically, I believe, one of the biggest impact that it can be for a company. They are there to support their direct report, to support their teams. And their job is to make sure everybody is a high performer at Bitrise. So our job now is to help them, to give them all the tools, the frameworks, so they can, they, they can achieve this vision. Great. Barnabas, it was very exciting talking to you. Thank you very much for being here with me. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Bye.